0: You just had to see
1: the guy I was speaking with, like, whatever night that was, was Russ as well. Oh, yeah. And he took, uh, took every number I had.
0: Yeah, now they were uh,
1: doing some pretty thorough interviews that night. So. Yeah, absolutely. It was cool. right. I was glad to see him. Uh, I'm just going to move your gloves here. That's a little microphone, just yeah. to make sure there's nice and clear. Um, as you can see here, everything in this room is uh, videotaped and audio taped. Check. Uh, <laughs> you ever been interviewed by the police in a, in a room like this before? Or? I have never been interviewed like this. Oh, no? Okay. No.
0: That there. I guess the closest uh, interview by NIS for top secret clearance.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. Well, again, Russell, I appreciate you coming in uh, an investigation like this. I mean, I'm sure you can appreciate it. has been big news, uh, yeah. especially down uh, Belleville Way. Um, and, you know, obviously our approach to cases like this is that uh, uh, we don't give up on somebody being alive until mm-hmm. we get evidence that they're not. So. Um, because of that, we're treating uh, Jessica's case uh, as an emergent situation, obviously. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're fast forwarding things that we might normally take our time with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why uh, we're here on a Sunday afternoon. Sure. So, uh, again, I appreciate it. Okay. Um, we're going to do a pretty thorough interview today. Okay. okay. Um, and the reason for that is because. Uh, the last thing we want is to be calling people back again and again and again, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go over a number of things, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to explain what all those are to you. Okay. okay. Um, I'm a big coffee guy. I don't know if you're a, a coffee guy or I not, but a I didn't guy want to actually, drink yeah. in front of you. So, no, I appreciate um, that.
0: All right, go ahead. I could uh, definitely, are they black?
1: Yeah, they're just black with, uh, with sugar. Okay, um, definitely. Sergeant what, sorry? Gum. Just all gum. Oh, okay. Piece, piece of <laughs> well, there's napkins there if you want to toss it or whatever. I
0: appreciate
1: that. All right. And again, um, like I said, this interview is going to be very thorough. Um, but again, uh, I have a simple rule when I talk to people. It's uh, I'm sure you're the same way. I, I treat pe- everybody with respect. I do not okay. want to ask you to do the same for me. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start off by uh, going through um, what your rights are, okay? Okay. Just like everybody else, okay? Kay. Um, have you ever been read your rights before? No. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it on TV a whole bunch of times, but that's usually the American version. so okay. I'll go over with you briefly okay. Mm-hmm. Um, basically in Canada, uh, as you know, I'm sure is uh, we all have uh, our rights guaranteed under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, right. okay Now uh, Russell, just to avoid any confusion because people do get confused when they're talked to by the police is that mm-hmm. uh, um, you're obviously not under arrest here today, okay? Yep. Anytime you feel uh, you wanna leave here, you feel free to do so, the door's not locked, Teresa will walk you down the lobby anytime you want, okay? okay. Um, if there's anything that comes up in our interview today, Russell, that uh, that you feel you wanna talk uh, to a lawyer about, sure. um, you just uh, you just let me know, okay? Sure. And the reason for that is I wanna explain to you exactly what's going on here, okay? Um, uh, Jessica uh, Lloyd is, um, is one of uh, four cases that we're currently investigating, okay? okay? Um, and essentially, what's happened is over the past uh, uh, about four or five months, yeah. um, there have been four occurrences that, like I said, that we're looking into. Mm. Uh, two of those occurrences occurred in September of two thousand and nine, yeah. um, and very briefly, they were up in the uh, the Tweed area. Yeah. Uh, they involved uh, somebody entering uh, two different women's houses mm-hmm. um, in the evening hours and uh, committing uh, sexual acts. Yeah. Okay, in uh, uh, November of 2009, yeah. uh, a young lady by the name of uh, Marie France uh, Como, um, yeah. yeah, was found uh, murdered in her home in Brighton, yeah. and uh, we believe that there was a sexual uh, component to that crime as well. Okay. And um, then most recently, we have Jessica Lloyd's disappearance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so essentially, when you're looking at those kind of crimes, we're looking at a number of different uh, potential criminal charges. All right. Um, we're looking at issues uh, all the way from the most serious one, which is first-degree murder, mm-hmm. uh, kidnapping, uh, sexual assault, mm-hmm. uh, break and enter with intent to commit sexual assault, yeah. um, forcible confinement, okay? And uh, so what I want to make sure you understand, and this is what we've been doing with everybody we've been talking to, is that clearly when we find out who's responsible for one or all of those crimes, yeah. uh, they could be charged with one or all of those offenses, okay? Whether it's you or whether it's anybody else, all right? And that's why it's important that we... Uh, make sure that people understand what they have to do and what they don't have to do when they're talking to us, mm-hmm. okay? So as I said before, any point today uh, you feel the need, you want to speak to a lawyer, uh, you let me know, and okay. uh, we can take you to a room where you can do that in private, okay? Okay. Um, do you have your own lawyer?
0: I have a realty lawyer, but
1: okay. you know, I don't have a lawyer. <laughs> All right. Um, if at any point you want to make that call and you don't know who to call, mm-hmm. uh, we have a phone list of lawyers that uh, are available to give you advice free of charge right over the phone. Kay. Okay. So again, if at any point today you want to uh, take advantage of that, you just let me know. Sure. Um, is there any reason you want to call a lawyer now? No. Nope. Okay. Um, a couple other uh, fairly simple and straightforward uh, things that uh, you probably understand, but uh, again, we go over them to make sure everybody's clear, mm-hmm. is that uh, you don't have to speak to me today. Okay. Okay. And the reason for that is because the law considers me to be what we refer to as a person in authority. Mm-hmm. Okay, probably similar to what you may be considered to be on the base. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I can be compelled to appear before any judge in the country, basically, to account for what takes place here today between you and I. Okay. Sure. And that's the reason why everything's recorded. Yeah, um understood. Because there can't be any more accurate record than that, right? So. No, understood. Um, and the other thing I want to make sure you understand is that uh, you know you mentioned a f- second ago about uh, Miss Como. Um, Being one of your uh, work associates Um, so I don't know what's happened since November um, on the military side of things Um, but what we want to make people clear on is that uh, if you have been spoken to by any person authority or any police officer about any of those cases um, I don't want what they may have said to you to uh, um, make you feel influenced or compelled to say anything to me today okay whatever you might have felt influenced or compelled to say to them earlier Mm -hmm. you don't have to repeat it to me and you don't have to say anything further okay? okay but obviously what you do say you know, for the third time is being yeah. recorded, right? So, um, I understood these
0: first two attacks uh, happened, uh, not that far from my place in Tweedwolf. The second one did, yeah. We didn't even know the first one had happened, but uh, I understand that was reasonably close as well. But the second one was, uh, was very close, yeah. So, certainly at the time, the OPP did a uh, door to door, yeah. And, uh, within a couple of days, probably that same night. So, I spoke with a couple guys then,
1: okay. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm aware of that from uh, looking at the different cases. And essentially, uh, Russell, uh, in a nutshell, that's what we wanted to uh, to talk to you about. Okay, mm-hmm. um, those four cases are of uh, concern to us. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you've kind of uh, almost hit the nail on the head about uh, some of our issues that kind of uh, make us want to talk to to Russell Williams. Okay, because mm-hmm. um, essentially, uh, there was a a, a connection um, between you and uh, and all four of those cases. Would you agree? Geographically, yes. I would have
0: to say there is a connection. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's that's why uh, I'll be quite frank with you. That's why uh, things kind of um, uh, evolved when uh, the officers talked to you on Thursday night. Okay, Uh, we kind of went from there because uh, when I think you discussed with the fact that you were a uh, uh, a colonel uh, at the base.
0: I was in uniform at the time. so.
1: Yeah, so pretty obvious, right? Yeah. Um, so essentially, uh, then the connection with Miss Como um, yeah. was made. Um, and I believe you're uh, a door or two down from one of those two uh, incidents uh, I think, in um, Tweed.
0: Three doors down, yeah. yeah. Very close,
1: absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So uh, those are some of the issues we wanted to discuss with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just getting back to uh, these four incidents that we're talking about. Um, maybe you could just give me a little bit of history as to uh, your arrival in, in the uh, in the base in Trenton. When did you start working there?
0: Friday on the day I was um, Friday on the day I was at home most of the time. Most of the day I had a sort of a stomach flu. Okay,
1: in Ottawa or Tweed? In, in Tweed in Tweed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we backtrack then. So all day Friday, you're at home. Yeah. And then, wh- wh- what time do you leave to go to the base to sleep there on the Friday night?
0: Um. Mm, not sure. Probably just you know went in for just before bed. So uh, probably left tweeted between eight and nine or so.
1: Okay. Um, and you get to the base and. Spend the evening there and get up for the five thirty. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So we backtrack from there. Um, you. When did you arrive at your home? Uh, at the cottage. Can, I want to. I want to get confused between your home in Ottawa and the home in yeah, Tweed. Yeah, I so. Uh, no, I had been
0: in Tweed all week. Yeah. Uh, the week prior. Now. Um, yeah, I think that's the case. I was in Tweed all week. Flew Saturday. Headed to Ottawa Saturday night.
1: Okay, so um, if you didn't have the stomach flu on the Friday, what was your I didn't schedule that day? Eight, right? Okay.
0: Um, what would have been my schedule? Just a standard schedule in the office. Okay. So, uh, office brief in the morning. A couple of uh, couple of meetings. I can't remember what the specifics uh, were going to be.
1: Okay, so. Um, Thursday night you slept at Tweed or you? Yep. Alright. And what did you do Thursday during the day? Thursday during the day I was at the base again.
0: Um, I think it was a fairly standard day, I can't recall exactly, but, uh, yeah, I was not flying so I was at the base. So I would have gone in early in the morning back in the evening again.
1: Okay. Do you remember what time you left the base that night?
0: I don't remember anything peculiar so I would say uh, I don't know probably seven to nine somewhere in that range okay
1: and that's when you, you left
0: left the base yeah
1: and what it was oh, a 45 minute transit sorry. 45 minutes home yeah. okay okay Now I'm not I'm not going to walk you through November but I'm going to take you to a date that's probably pretty fresh in your mind uh, uh, the day that uh, that uh, coma. yeah um, do you remember how you found out I do uh, Yeah, I
0: was sent an email um, Well, as soon as the uh, the op staff and the base learned, they told me. Okay. So I got an email. I can't remember if it was late at night or early in the morning. It was certainly I saw it, uh, I want to say, first thing in the morning because I had just come back from Ottawa. I was in Ottawa for um, um, a set of meetings on one of the days. I can't remember what, what day of the week we are talking about, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, Obviously, when your people get killed, it uh, gets your attention, so... Absolutely. Yeah, I very much remember that coming in.
1: And how did you know Marie-France Coleman? I'd only met her once. Um,
0: she was on a crew uh, I was on uh, just after I got to the base. Okay. So, uh, I can't even remember, I think it was a one-day trip. Uh, I did a number of trips uh, in Canada, transporting um, our, um, you know, troops sort of first leg, out of Edmonton uh, you know we tend to hopscotch them across uh, until they get in the theatre so and, anyway, I, I can't remember which trip it was but uh, we did a number of them out to Edmonton just to, to pick up the troops, bring them to Trenton and, and then uh, put a fresh crew on and because uh, we'd fly out and back in the same day so pushing the edge of that and, uh, fresh crew on and they'd continue on after a couple of hour hours Okay,
1: Do you know uh, w- roughly when that happened? Though we were on the same crew? The time you met or the one time there, yeah?
0: It was soon after I got to the base, so uh, I, I don't remember exactly, but I would say in the first couple of months, so August, September.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, now you got that email notifying yeah. you that something had happened. Yeah. Uh, do you have uh, any kind of a, a clear recollection as to how your schedule was going that week? Well,
0: I can't remember what, again, what day that, uh, the message came in, just a second. Um, no, I can't remember what day, the day of the week, but I, um, I'm just think there was a whole bunch of activity uh, spun up as a result, obviously. No, I can't remember the day of the week. Um, I'm just trying to think through the news reports I read. No, I'm sorry, I can't remember what day that was. But uh, what I what we learned after the fact was that the um, the MPs had learnt uh, of her death. I think quite a bit after her body had been discovered. Okay. So. I think would have, no, I'm sorry, just a second. Okay. So I think, if I remember correctly, the MPs learned late that evening. I can't remember when, obviously, her, her body was discovered. It was probably in the news reports, but, uh, so they learned, and then they passed it to ops, That so they immediately passed it to me. Okay. The MPs work for the Wing Operations Officer, so they go, you know, through their chain of command, and then as soon as the uh, the duty watch officer had that information, she advised me.
1: Okay. Um, so again, that, that particular with, week... Along with some others. Right, right. I'm sure it spread like wildfire. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, so that particular week, uh, do you have any recollection? Well, for instance, when you got the email? Uh, yeah. Do you remember where you were?
0: I was at home in Tweed.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, do you remember if that was a week that you were um, reasonably stable in Trenton, or had you flown? No, away? I had been in Ottawa.
0: I had been in Ottawa early in the week uh, for some meetings over in, uh, in Gatineau for one of the, um, especially for the C seventeen acquisition. So I was project director, and when I was here in Ottawa for that, so just some follow up stuff for that. Okay. So I had been here. Um, At some point in that week, again, I can't remember how the days all fell together, but um, I seem to remember that I got this word shortly after having come back from Ottawa. It seems to me it was the same week.
1: So if we were to, uh, to you know, do a, a similar uh, investigation in your background, is there, is there anything you can think of that anybody may have misinterpreted or anything uh, in your history that somebody might say, Russell Williams, uh, Absolutely. Did this? No. Okay. Be very boring. What's that? It'll be very boring. <laughs> All right. Because essentially that's what I'm looking at is exactly. if uh, um, uh, you seem like a very intelligent person and I think you can see how um, a surprise like that would uh, certainly set some alarm bells in our investigation, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so the next thing we need to cover off is, uh, well, I'll just ask you this straight out. Uh, given the types of crimes we're investigating, uh, do you get much chance to, uh, to watch television shows, CSI, things like that?
0: I do watch, uh, I prefer Law & Order, but I do watch CSI occasionally, yes.
1: Okay, so you have an idea of, obviously, the forensic capabilities, things like mm-hmm. that are out there. What would you be willing to give me today to help me um, move past you in this investigation? What uh, what do you need? Well, um, would you be willing to supply things like fingerprints, blood samples, sure. things like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, footwear impressions. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's what we're going to we're going to ask you to do. Okay. All right. Now we have a process we have to go through to do that. Okay. Um, and for the blood sample, uh, I don't take the blood sample. We have specially trained officers that are trained to do that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to step out and make sure they're still available.
0: I assume you're going to be discreet? It's possible, yeah. Because, uh, you know, this would have a very significant impact on the base if they thought you thought I did this.
1: Well, uh, bottom line, Russell, that's one of the reasons we're here on a Sunday afternoon. Okay. Um, uh, the uh, the military certainly be of great assistance for, to us, especially mm-hmm. in relation to Ms. Como's investigation, mm-hmm. so uh, that's certainly one of the things that went into our decision to to give you a call at home today and see if we could deal with this today. Okay. So, okay. Um, it's tough to undo the rumor
0: mill once it gets started.
1: But I appreciate that. Okay. Now that you've had some time to, I mean, I know we've been throwing a lot of things at you here, but now you've had some time to to think about things um is there anything uh, that you're concerned about uh that buckle swab matching in any of those four residences um no. is there i guess let me explain you want to get down here russell okay um this is a significant investigation as you can Absolutely. as you can well imagine yeah. um that uh, that dna is going to be uh, significant in our investigation both uh you know quite possibly to help you quite possibly to help us yeah, I don't know yet I don't know what the result is yet mm-hmm. um, and I'll go back to the example I gave you because it's a very similar uh, issue I think um, and you talked about the idea of discretion here okay mm-hmm. uh, you talked about the idea that uh, um, you know well, I think hopefully you appreciate the fact of how we approach you here yeah, um, and essentially uh, we have no issues with that Okay. Um, we we talked recently about you know the whole idea of any unusual sex acts in your history. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing that can often happen in cases like this is that people um, become concerned about uh, um, things like extramarital affairs, mm-hmm. uh, indiscretions along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any contact that you may have had with any of those four women um, that you? may not want your wife to be aware of, anything like that that we should know about to try and uh, explain why, if, if your DNA is found, it would help us understand why it may be there. Absolutely not. Okay. Can you think of any reason um, why we would find your DNA in any of those residences? Yeah. Let's, let's focus on, well for instance, uh, I believe, let me just check the name there make sure I've got the right address, talking about the house that was just uh, a couple of doors down from you there in, uh, in Tweed. A couple of doors down was yeah. Lori.
0: I don't know her last name. But I don't know Mazacati. I don't even know what her last name is. But uh, there's a, the, the woman down the road, three doors
1: down. Was, yeah. Her name is Lori. I don't know her last name. All right. Let me just make sure we're on the same page here. Okay. Uh, my understanding is she lived at the 76 Cozy Cove. Yeah. So she would be the one, the second one uh the second incident on your on your road there yep. a couple of doors down ever been in her house
0: no nope. we met her once i think the first summer um we were there also in 104.
1: okay and that's what i'm getting at i, I again this is a credibility issue right yeah. because i don't want to come and see you two weeks from now and say you know, uh, arrest yeah. our CSI people in that house and uh, are you familiar with how C- uh, DNA works?
0: I think broadly,
1: yes, I okay. would guess so. um, One of the challenges we have in 2010 with DNA is, is it's become so uh, precise that um, I guess the best way to explain it is I can think back 15 years ago when I started in, uh, in violent crime investigation, yeah. um, for us to get a DNA match the sample we had to find was, um, you know, probably would have filled half of one of these cups. Mm-hmm. You Because know, they destroy so much of the, uh, the sample in the, the testing. Okay. Um, essentially, DNA has become more and more precise to the point where when you and I walked in this room earlier today, mm-hmm. uh, we could have sat down, talked for 30 seconds, yeah. walked out. CSI officer could have come in three, four days from now, yeah. did some swabs here and he would have found your DNA and my DNA, mm-hmm. and probably a lot of other people's DNA. Sure. Um, a little bit gross to think about, but essentially, uh, you know, as we talk, um, we, you know, a little bit of aspirate comes out of our mouth. Yeah, that uh, That contains our DNA, our, blood's, or, uh, our skin cells contain our DNA, yeah. and that's what I'm getting at. If you were ever in Lori's residence, uh-huh. quite possibly, quite innocently, your DNA could be uh, in that residence. Has there ever been a time you've been in there? No. Okay. Um, what about the other lady down the road on... Uh, I hadn't even heard that name, so no, I don't I don't actually know who that was. Okay. Have you ever vi- visited uh, um, Marie-France Como at her residence? No. Okay. All right. Um, so you're quite positive there would be no reason why your DNA would be in any Absolutely. of those three locations. Okay. Um, did you know Jessica Lloyd, even in passing, for any reason?
0: No, I didn't hear, hear her name until it was on the news.
1: Okay. And the reason I'm asking that... Uh, is because um, I know you were asked that question on Thursday night and sometimes what we find and again this is one of those situations that can sometimes cause us to get in a lengthy investigation as somebody that maybe doesn't deserve it mm-hmm. uh, but what, what can happen sometimes is they you know somebody gets stopped by the police like you did and they, uh, they get asked that question and people when they're stopped by the police they can be nervous okay mm-hmm. um, so they blurt out an answer and then they start driving away, and they go, oh, "Why would I do that?" Because the problem is, is that once they uh, get asked again, then they feel compelled to maintain that answer for fear that if they change their answer, yeah. somebody could find it. You understand what I'm saying? I do. Okay. So I want to make sure that's not happening here. I don't care what you said to the officers on Thursday night mm-hmm. last week. Um, if there's any uh, communication or contact between you and Jessica Lloyd, you've seen her picture, right, around yeah. town? Yeah. I okay. Ever seen her before?
0: I don't. No, I would say I have not. Okay.
1: All right. All right. And you mentioned something about uh, doing some renovations at your uh, at your property in Tweed. There, um, I think you said something earlier about tearing up carpet. Correct me if I'm wrong. But oh yeah. Okay. When did all that happen? In two thousand and four or five. Okay. Any recent uh, renovations? No. Okay. All right. i to make sure I'm covering all the bases here. Um, what kind of tires do you have on your Pathfinder? I think um, I think they're Toyo. Okay. Do you know the brand name or sorry the, uh, I the make? A,
0: um, I don't. Know. Sorry, the, the make is Toyo. Yeah. I don't know the model. Okay.
1: See, I'll ra- read this off to you. See if it rings a bell. Ever heard of uh, does Toyo Open Country HTS? That yeah, sounds makes right. any sense. Yeah. Okay. When did you have those tires put on your Pathfinder?
0: Well, it's the second version we've had of them, so uh, I think it might have been this past fall. They replaced. Other ones we would had on the same,
1: okay. well, Toyo, I
0: can't say that they were the same, exactly the same model, but uh, our dealership here in Ottawa says they're very popular for the Pathfinders. Okay. And they were good. They lasted a long time.
1: All right. Um, I've had to, uh, I think you were talking about the the whole idea of the MPs uh, helping us with our investigation, mm-hmm. so I you have the same system as we do at our headquarters with the swipe cards. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things uh, one of our investigators did is they made a call while I was talking to you there um, because we were trying to work through that week of the uh, the 23rd of November. Okay. Um, 23rd being the Monday, uh, 24th being the Tuesday. Okay. Um, what what they've what they've told us is that um, and I want to make sure I get this right is that uh, on the 23rd uh, your swipe card was being used at the base. Okay. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday, 24th, there was no use of your swipe card. Okay. okay, and then on the uh, the following days, uh, the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, there was what appeared to be average activity of <coughs> your swipe card in the base. Does that make sense to you? It does. That that says that I was in Ottawa on the Tuesday. Okay. Do you remember where uh, in Ottawa you were?
0: Yeah, I was in Gatineau with, uh, as I said, meeting about the uh, C
1: seventeen. Okay. Um, now, again, I want to be fair to you here. We're going back two months. Yeah. Um, are you sure that would have been the uh, the day you were in Ottawa? Well,
0: only because I wasn't at the
1: base. Okay.
0: So I I can't remember, honestly, that that's the day I had the meeting in Ottawa, but uh, if I wasn't at the base, it was because I was here.
1: Okay. Now, if that is the day you had a meeting in Ottawa, um, do you remember being at the base on the Monday, uh, the 23rd, and swiping your card in and out, do you remember what you would have done that evening to, to, to get to Ottawa for that meeting? Like, would it be... Uh,
0: I drove to Ottawa in the morning of the day of my meeting. So if it was the Tuesday, then I would have left uh, Tweed. It was a very foggy morning okay. uh, that morning, and uh, I drove in that morning. Okay. So I would not have been at the base uh, the day I was in Ottawa, because the meeting started at 8.30 or something.
1: Okay. So you leave the base. You would have went home to, to your residence in Tweed? Yep. And then you left Tweed in the morning and drove up to your meeting in Ottawa? Yep. Okay. Um, you leave the the meeting in Ottawa is a daytime meeting, evening meeting, or do you remember? Uh, yeah, it
0: was a, a daytime meeting. Finished, I don't know, mid afternoon or so. Okay. We had lunch and then uh, finished. I think uh, my wife and I had dinner because she was here for work, and then I headed back.
1: Okay. Um, well, that's these are the kind of things I'm trying to draw out here. That's helpful to us. Um, do you remember where you had dinner? <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I don't remember exactly the restaurant, but it was in Westboro, because that's where our house was being built at the time, so we had dinner, you know, in a restaurant that we would expect to be able to frequent uh, once the house was finished.
1: Okay. Remember how you paid?
0: Uh, one of us would have paid by MasterCard. Yeah. Okay.
1: Are, are you sure about that, or...? Pretty
0: sure. That's normally how we, uh, okay. we pay for meals. All
1: right. can't a- remember if it was me or
0: my wife that paid, but one of us.
1: And do you remember which restaurant it was again?
0: No. Okay.
1: All right. And you see where I'm getting at, right? I mean, th- that can be very helpful for us because yeah. if we can track yeah. uh, that issue, right, um, oh, yeah. we can we can put somebody paying for a, a meal at a, at a location. Well, oh, uh, I was Christ meeting Christ.
0: with, uh, you know, 15 people or so that day, so.
1: Okay. And what time did the meeting end?
0: I would say between 3 and 4.
1: Okay. And um, are you sure that that's the same day you went out with your wife?
0: I think so, yeah, because she was here, and uh, I I think that was the day we went to this restaurant
1: in Westboro, yes. Okay. Um, You finished dinner, and do you remember what you did that evening? I would have driven back to Tweed. Okay. And you would have... Now, again, I I know we're talking two months ago here, but do you remember specifically having dinner and then driving back to Tweed, or uh, do you remember, uh, are you just guessing here?
0: No, I'm not really guessing. I mean, I, I believe that this night at this restaurant was following the meetings in Ottawa, mm-hmm. and I you know, kissed my wife goodbye and headed back to Tweet to okay. go to work the next day.
1: Okay. Um, all right. The uh, the tires that you have on your truck, right? The reason I asked you about that is, there is there any time, I mean, uh, you recall uh, where you were stopped um, by the officers there? Yes. Okay. Did they explain to you what the significance so of that was? That was her house. That was her house. Okay. Yep. So you remember that location? Yep. Do you remember what the crossroad was? or?
0: I don't think there was a crossroad. It's sort of just uh, on the south
1: end of 37. Okay. Um, when you get stopped at that location, has there been a time in the recent uh, one or two weeks that uh, your vehicle has uh, left that road for any reason whatsoever? Have you driven into a field with your vehicle at all? Um, for any reason you can think of no okay um, so I want you to rack your brain here this is important so yeah, yeah. is there anything you can remember doing that uh, you know would have caused you to to uh, drive off the road no. at that section of roadway no that's my early uh,
0: that's the early part of the highway and um, just head north it's about 30 minutes from there to uh, uh, probably 20 from there to my house
1: okay um, would it surprise you to know that uh, when the CSI officers were uh, looking around uh, her property uh, that they identified um, a set of tire tracks uh, to the north of her property. Um, looks as if the vehicle left the road mm-hmm. and uh, drove along the north tree line of, of uh, Jessica Lloyd's property. Okay. okay. Um, they took, uh, they examined those tire tracks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have contacts in the tire business, obviously. Mm. Tire mm. tracks are a major source of uh, evidence for us. Sure. Um, shortly after um, this investigation started, they identified those tires as the same uh, tires on your pathfinder. Really? Yeah. Kay. Okay. Okay. One, uh, one of the other things that they do to try and identify the type of vehicle that may have left those tires, mm. well, is they do two things. They, they talk to witnesses, mm. okay? Um, there was a, uh, a female police officer that actually drove by that location uh, that evening mm. and recalls seeing an SUV-type vehicle in the field up to the north of Jessica Lloyd's house, uh, consistent with a, a Pathfinder. Okay, could yeah. maybe consistent with other things, but consistent with yeah. a Pathfinder. Um, and the uh, what they also do to try and identify the type of the vehicle is they look at uh, what they call the wheelbase width, mm-hmm. okay? Because different vehicles, different makes, models have wheelbase width. So yeah. they can take those two sets of tire tracks, measure the distance between them, yeah. okay? And determine what the, uh, the width is, sure. and then they can enter that into a vehicle database, and it will spit out the types of vehicles, yeah. okay? Um, your Pathfinder's uh, wheelbase width is very, very close to the width of the, uh, of the tires uh, that were left in that field, mm-hmm. okay? um do you have any recollection at all of being off that road I was not off the road no okay all right russell um is there anything you can think of let's go talk about marie franz como for a minute okay Mm -hmm. is there any reason at all you can think of that during our investigation obviously we're searching uh computers uh, uh Things like Blackberries, right? Mm-hmm. Electronic mm-hmm. devices, uh, looking through houses for things that are in handwriting, written notes, diaries, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not at liberty to tell you what the content was, but is there any reason at all you can think of why Marie France Como would have specifically referenced you in some of her uh, in some of her writings? Not at all. No. No, absolutely not. Okay. Is there anything that she ever said to you that led you to believe that there might be something uh, more than a passing interest with her towards you? I don't know.
0: No, we spent, you know, one flight together talking. I'd go back occasionally and talk. No, I, I, if that's the case, that's a, that's very surprising.
1: Okay. All right. Um, you have any questions for me right now? No. I'm just going to step out and see how things are going. Okay? okay. I mean, it is a Sunday, but there's probably 60, 70 people working on this file, so there's a mm-hmm. lot of things happening. Sure. Uh, so let me go out and see what's happening, and then I'll uh, I'll come back in, and uh, we'll hopefully continue. Okay? okay. I told you when I came in here uh, that I'm going to treat you with respect, and I've asked you to do the same for me. Um, we talked about the whole idea of how we've uh, uh, approached you here. Okay. Uh, the, the trying to be as discreet as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the problem is, Russell, is every time I walk out of this room, there's another issue that comes up, okay? And it's not issues that point away from you. It's issues that point at you, okay? And I want I want you to see what I mean, mm-hmm. all right? This is the footwear impression of the person who approached the rear of Jessica Lloyd's house. Mm-hmm on the evening of the twenty-eighth and 29th of January. Okay? okay. Alright? Now, I want you to keep in mind that this is slightly smaller, okay, in scale. Okay? Okay. Alright, that's not to scale. That's The footwear is actually bigger. Kay. If you look here on the ruler, you'll see that uh, one inch is just slightly smaller than an actual inch. Kay. Okay? But this is the way it prints off on the computer. Kay. I'm going to move this over so you can see what I mean, alright? Essentially, when you're dealing with footwear impressions, um, we have a gentleman on the OPP who's uh, basically world renowned. Uh, his name is John Norman, mm-hmm. and essentially, with footwear impressions, uh, you're in a situation where you're you're pretty much in the area of, uh, of fingerprints, mm-hmm. okay? And essentially, what we're talking about here is, especially when you start adding in other pieces of, of uh, information that mm-hmm. uh, support uh, an investigative position, okay? Yeah. This is. A photocopy of the boot that uh, you took off your foot, yeah. just a little while ago, okay yeah. now, I'm not an expert in footwear impressions, so I rely on the experts. Footwear impressions are very much like uh like fingerprint comparisons, okay You take a look at this print, and again, this is one print. this mm-hmm. person walked through there's several different prints to compare, mm-hmm. so we're going to get features off of one print to compare features off of another print to compare yeah. These are identical. Okay. Your vehicle drove up the side of Jessica Lloyd's house. Your boots walked to the back of Jessica Lloyd's house on the evening of the 28th and 29th of January. Okay. You want discretion. We need to have some honesty, okay? Because this is this is getting out of control really fast, Russell. Okay, really, really fast. Mm. This is getting beyond my control. All right, I came in here a few hours ago and I called you the way I called you today because I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But you and I both know you were at Jessica Lloyd's house, and I need to know why. You need to explain it because this is the other problem we're having, Russell, okay? Again, these decisions are made by me. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's a search warrant being executed at your residence. Okay. So your wife now knows what's going on. There's a search warrant being executed at your residence in Tweed, and your vehicle's been seized, okay? You and I both know they're going to find evidence that links you to these Situations. Okay. You and I both know that the unknown offender, male, <coughs> on Marie France Como's body, is going to be matched to you, quite possibly before the evening's over. Okay, this is a major investigation. The center of forensic sciences is on call 24 hours a day, helping us with this. Mm. Your opportunity to take some control here and to have some explanation that anybody is going to believe is quickly expiring. Mm-hmm. Okay? We're applying, the investigators are now applying for a warrant to search your office. Right, these aren't decisions that we can say yes or no to. This is the practical steps mm-hmm. in an investigation like this and Russell. Russell, Mm -hmm. listen to me for a second, okay? when that evidence comes in when that dna match when that phone rings and somebody knocks on this door Mm -hmm. your credibility is gone okay because this is how credibility works all right and i know you're an intelligent person and you probably don't need to hear this explanation but i also know your mind's racing right now okay because i've sat across a lot of people in your position over the years Mm -hmm. okay the bottom line is is that as soon as we get that that piece of evidence that solidifies it, Mm. DNA, okay? As soon as the expert in footwear impressions, the expert in tire impressions calls and says, yes, I've examined those and they're Mm. a match, Mm. it's all over. Because as soon as that happens, where's your credibility? Where's your believability? You're just another, uh, and again, don't take this wrong, okay? But you can see if you step outside this room in your mind and imagine how people are going to view you, okay? If the truth comes out after the clear evidence is presented to you, when you finally go, okay, I'm screwed now, Mm -hmm. what are we going to do? know there's only one option. What do you what do you what other option is there? What's the option? Well, I don't think you want the cold blooded psychopath option. I might be wrong. because I don't get me wrong, I've met guys who actually kind of enjoyed the notoriety. Got off on it. Got off on having that label. Bernardo being one of them. I don't see that in you. If I saw that in you, I wouldn't be back in here talking to you, quite frankly. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you got me fooled. I don't know. This is over. And it can have a, a bad ending where Jessica's parents continue to wonder where her daughter's lying. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's a huge search still underway, and it'll continue. It'll continue until her body's found. That might even happen tonight, for all I know. Once that happens, then I don't know what other cards you would have to play. What are we going to do?